hello, and welcome to the Cockpit VR podcast. I'm your host, Zesty. And I'm your co-host, Rusty. Here in the Cockpit, we're going to talk about everything virtual reality, as well as basically everything else. And uh, this is actually episode 17, so yeah. Welcome to episode 17. This I mean, is episode 17. 17 of the Cockpit VR podcast, everybody. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Um, that's like 17 whole hours of us chatting shit. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot for a podcast, is it? No, to be honest, but we're, we're getting there. 17 hours, man. Like, you know, that's, I'd say I'd, in game time, maybe not, but in, in speaking time, it actually is. Understandable. <laughs> what are you drinking? Speaking of, Go on. I was about to mention it. Uh, I got my nice, fancy-ass apple wine and my beer ready for something harder. Yeah, so I've uh, I've actually got a can of Diet Coca-Cola, so uh, I'm going to take a little sip. The British bastard is not drinking actual alcohol. Yeah, not He has today. work. He can't drink pathetic juice. <laughs> yeah, it's, if it wasn't a 7 a.m. shift, I'd be considering it. But fucking hell, I have to be up at like 6 he couldn't even be bothered to get something light to drink <laughs> but yeah um before we get into the topics i think we should touch on the fact that it's episode 17 and what you said about if we were more consistent we'd probably be on episode 30 yeah. or something <laughs> yeah um we're not the very not not the most consistent creators on youtube but uh, we do try. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. genuinely do try. Just sometimes the topics just are dry as fuck, and we need a week or two more. I mean, he needs a week or two more to get more because I don't do the topics. Um, I thought I was being smart by being like, "We'll be a virtual reality podcast and everything else," because <laughs> because then like when the virtual reality to topics dry up, we have all the random other bullshit to talk about. Like uh, DMT and aliens. I kind of start to understand why some news websites just start uh, reporting on a cow that was born brown for some reason. Oh, man, Snapchat is the worst. Like the new, like, well, they ads basically. It's not news, but it's all about like this OnlyFans model took nude photos on a beach. And it's like, I can tell this is like a thinly veiled OnlyFans promotion for this stupid bitch. <laughs> oh no <laughs> she took nude photos on the beach oh no what yeah, will we do <laughs> click and see oh wow this like only fans teacher kill yourselves <laughs> <laughs> gordon ramsay be like but yeah um to touch on why we've kind of had a little mini hiatus rusty was away for a little bit and it's also been scorching hot in the uk yeah um Ball bust and warm. Yeah, not not virtual reality weather. Let me tell you, it's it's not met metaverse friendly. And keep in mind, some American fucks are watching us. We don't have AC here where we live, so. Yeah, so it's actually yeah. raining outside right now, and I'm I'm so warm in my room, that I'm in my boxes, sweating profusely in, uh, <laughs> with my VR stuff on. So uh, yeah, the the heat hasn't fully left yet, but we're getting there. Getting more comfortable, definitely. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, for us basement dwellers. The other day, I'd, I, even if I peeled my skin off, I still would have been too warm. It was horrible. But yeah, here that, we are. <laughs> Episode that 17. That is such a lemon thing to say. 
<laughs> casually peeling off your skin. True, true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, anyways, I think you put the first topic there, didn't you? I wasn't actually aware yeah. of this, so uh, let me switch to the screen share. So, um, I don't know if anybody's aware, but I'm a huge advocate in watching the Avatar The Last Airbender. It's a great show, great stories, great teaching material, just entertaining, doesn't matter what age you are. Um, now, The Legend of Korra has been out and done with for quite a while. I didn't enjoy it, I actually disliked it. Weird, like, fucking no struggle, or whatever it is. Well, the, the news goes... Um, there's a next season coming out, playing in a cyberpunk setting with uh, the Avatar mechanics as a few generations after Korra, as an earthbender, going rumble real hard. Yeah, it looks, it looks sick, um, especially if it's in like a cyberpunky setting. Um, I'm, I'm always into that. I never watched, um, so, so I watched Avatar The Last Airbender. I, I didn't watch The Legend of Korra, was it? Yeah, The Legend of Korra. Is is Korra the girl from The Last Airbender? Like the girl that's part of the team? No, that's Katara. Ah, okay. Uh, Who's Korra? Korra? Korra is somebody born in the Water Tribe uh, who became the Avatar. I, sh I think you know the mechanics of the first one. Yeah, yeah. And it plays uh, a few... Like, uh, literally a generation after Aang has died of old age. Okay. So, yeah... They do interact with Aang's grandchildren there. Toph is still alive, but very old grandma. Katara as well, Zuko as well. All old people. Right, yeah, it says there's going to be a, a movie focusing on their adult lives. Did you see that bit in the article? Oh, no, I actually didn't read through the article. Just posted <laughs> something there. But yeah, um, I'd, I'd definitely watch it. Um, I had a really jank Aang uh costume one year for a halloween party because i was way too lazy to get a costume and like last minute i just drew an arrow on my head <laughs> perks of being bold already yeah. <laughs> i did i did walter white the next year <laughs> so, <laughs> i'm just cycling through all the bold characters right now next time do andrew tate yeah oh fuck yeah true Man, I'd have to be in shape to cosplay Andrew Tate, surely. <laughs> or I nah. could turn up as fat Andrew Tate. <laughs> <laughs> After prison, Andrew Tate. Yeah. Whereas Bumho has been, you know, widened. <laughs> but yeah, um, I... It, God, it's been fucking years since, like, Avatar, right? Oh, yeah. Avatar was, like, what, 2008? 2008. Holy shit. Yeah, actually, let me look it up right now. How old would you have been in 2008? Uh, around five. Like just six, born? Yeah, six. Just around there. Excuse me. <laughs> You're the one who's 26 already, you boomer. 27, actually. It pains me every day. Oh, yeah, the, the movie I just saw here. Um, the Way of the Water. Apparently, it's supposed to be good. Oh, um, is, it, is it out already? Or it... Oh, first episode was uh, 2005. 2005 holy shit i would have yeah. been like 10 yeah damn i was three still suckling from the from the german teeth i am still suckling on that sweet sweet german <laughs> nectar so <laughs> this one actually 
burns my eyes because it's so white the web page but um this is a big topic for everybody especially because we're sat in a unity game right now uh oh, there's, yeah. there's big big <laughs> unity drama unity have basically killed their company so yeah. uh for anybody who doesn't know they've recently changed how their whole system's gonna work um so the tech company behind one of the most popular engines for creating video games is scrambling to clarify how a price increase for its services will work. I wasn't aware of any monetization, so I, I might be a bit um, out of the loop with this. But with the new plan, developers who use Unity's free tier, oh, it was free then, free tier of development services would owe you Unity 20 cents per installation once the game hits thresholds of 200,000 downloads and 200K in revenue. <laughs> so imagine 20 cents per installation. Um, you, you know, have, have you guys ever <clears throat> uninstalled a game to create, create space on your hard drive and then install it again? <laughs> Basically, you make the developer pay the entire price of the game by uninstalling and installing it again. Yeah, so they actually people were worried about that because you know like review bombing people were thinking there could be like install bombing small developers <laughs> to obviously just in massively increase how much they owe unity um they said that they're only going to ever charge for the initial installation uh here so i don't know how they're going to tell that because what if you know what if i completely reinstall windows and then it's a new machine right unless it's tied to my Steam account, or not every Unity game is sold on Steam. I mean, the the way this works right now with cash is that if you uninstall a game, there's usually a second folder somewhere on your uh, personal drive, on your uh, account name drive, where safe games or just settings are stored. You could put that there. So the only way you would actually be able to uh, charge the developers again is by, like you said, wiping windows resetting everything up and then downloading it again i guess that would be the only way but virtual machines exist though yeah that's, that's so, a thing yeah yeah in theory you could still if if that worked then you could still install bomb a developer right you could just set up a bunch of virtual machines and do it each with its own windows hmm. but yeah it seems very very silly and like it will cause more problems than it's worth um, I mean, I did, I did warn in a previous uh, episode of our podcast. The way subscription services work and the multiple companies adopting how they work, that's going to spiral out of fucking control. Because what Unity is trying to do with this is basically like, think of this example. Uh, metal quarry mining iron, for example, selling its metal to a car factory, which then produces cars. Now the metal factory sold the contents of the metal and they produced the car. And now the metal, uh, the query is trying to charge the car company 20 cents per car produced. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's a fucking sus subscription service with extra steps. It just seems like a, like a money grabbing idea. Like Reddit did it recently, didn't they? Basically the same thing with their API. Yeah. Yeah, Reddit wanted more revenue, so they disabled a bunch of disabled people, basically. Yeah, they started charging, like, millions for their API that was previously, like, pennies. Also, for example, BMW, 
releases multiple has released multiple cars where you need to subscribe to be able to use <laughs> your fucking car seater heats it's a seat heater man what the fuck I, I saw that yeah like literally like your, your car's pay to win <laughs> <laughs> pay to be comfortable motherfucker yeah. cheers cheers man god it's still fucking warm man I, ha- I have got my windows closed because fucking screaming kids and ice cream vans and stuff You just need to scream louder than the kids. <laughs> yeah, just play like obnoxiously loud porn or something as they walk past. It's <laughs> a good way to get myself arrested, to be honest. <laughs> it solved uh, the problem. But um, as an example of how completely baffling the idea is, did you ever play Crab Game? Yeah. Yeah, so the crap game developers, you know that's like a complete shit post of a game then, don't you? It's like... Yeah, yeah, I... I, I let me retry that fucking sentence jesus <laughs> the fucking creator danny on youtube uh he made the videos of him developing it as a fucking literal shit post and it's a fun game both of them muck and crap game uh yeah. and he, he did post on twitter as i mean x as well apparently he would owe a unity like what was it 5.6 million 5.6 million yeah and it's free to play he made it as like a complete joke and obviously it went semi-viral just because of the squid game thing just think about it <laughs> so the the numbers for each game 28 million downloads and he's earned probably nothing it's from it's it. it's free so he didn't earn nothing and it doesn't qualify for the 20 cents but if he would have charged one buck for each or two bucks he would have earned 28 million per game and would have to pay literally like 20 percent of his revenue from there yeah crazy absolutely crazy yeah ridiculous and uh just to make it make matters worse uh this is the last point i've got on the unity thing suspiciously the uh the unity ceo and pretty much all of like the head the head honcho sort of people at unity <laughs> sold this their shares prior to this announcement so thousands of shares. The CEO himself actually actually sold uh, fifty thousand shares, which that's basically if he sold fifty k and all of the other top bosses sold. Um, let me see if it says how many. Uh, Thirty five thousand shares on the first of September uh, for one point four million and sixty eight k for two point five million. Yeah, so that is. A large, large chunk of the company. I, I'm not sure how. It's many almost shares. like there's definitely, absolutely no insider trading going on when you own shares in the company you work for. Definitely yeah. not. What I think it is is they they all knew it was coming, knew the stock would tank, sold it all yeah. because because uh, they want out basically, and now it's probably going to be managed by whoever thinks they can mop up the mess. Yeah, the the, the poor like. <laughs> assistant ceo like at the bottom ladder it's like oh shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah it's, it's, it seems like a weird decision um I, i'm not sure how how that's feasible for small developers because if you want your game to to grow and get that 200k downloads and stuff which sounds like a lot obviously 200k is a, is a large number but if you think of how many people do play new games and stuff? 
I mean, if you think about it, developing a good game, if you're an indie developer and you have a full-time job to live your life and do it as a hobby uh, in your free time, you will spend three or four years developing a game and you release it for, you know, five bucks a pop. That shit yeah. will fucking destroy you seeing somebody take such a large chunk of your work. Yeah. It's, it's it's like not feasible for small companies at all like even large companies it would be like you're taking like a massive percentage of that you know like 20 cents on the dollar it's basically unity is taxing people <laughs> like the government yeah it's just it's, it's greedy man and it's gonna fuck up like I, the the weird thing is unity is not the only like engine game engine it's not even the mm. best game engine probably like in the middle somewhere right so the thing is at the end of the day this fucking 20 cent increase per donut is just gonna hit the users again the the consumers yeah because it's you and i the dudes who actually download the games who actually buy them are gonna be the ones charged at the end of the day and it's gonna always be the case just fucking it's gonna get way too much for people to personally handle. i think everybody's just gonna be like fuck this i'm just gonna develop on an, on unreal or everybody's gonna say fuck this i'm gonna just pirate it <laughs> yeah that's that's another problem the the thing is if they get away with doing this what's what's stopping unreal to be like okay yeah maybe we, we want a piece of the pie as well exactly you know and then it just causes like a I don't think they will because this could obviously make Unity, uh, make Unreal stand out more from Unity to be like, fuck you, Unity, you know? But the thing is, it's not only game, uh, like engine companies. If other companies like Photoshop see that, like they're already doing the subscription service. Yeah. But if many companies see this and they want to adopt it for maximum profit, like. I've got a funny story about that, actually. All right. You know, uh, you know, Phil Mora? the editing software yeah i get, yeah. i get on well with it i i think it's, it's pretty good especially for the for the relatively low price i buy an annual subscription which costs around 50 to 60 pounds i believe it's been a while since i've bought it anyway on uh on my macbook i purchased an annual subscri- subscription except i purchased it through the app store and that wouldn't allow me to upgrade it because the app store rollout was so slow that it was just causing massive performance issues. I couldn't, I basically messaged them and I was like, why can't I install the newest upgrade that will fix all these issues? They were like, oh yeah, because that's the App Store version. For some reason, even though I had an annual subscription to Filmora with upgrades, it didn't include the App Store version. There was like a bullshit clause. So obviously I was like, what the fuck, man, refund me. Um, they gave me a lifetime a lifetime uh, subscription. So, so they gave me like a, li- a lifetime key to say sorry, basically. And uh, they actually stopped doing lifetime keys recently. So that was sometime last year. And like this year, they announced that they're getting rid of all their lifetime keys and everybody pays monthly or annually. There's no lifetime fee. Yeah, I think companies have started to realize, you know, lifetime keys basically just buying the product once, like, you know, in the old times, and then you have it. Yeah, and they don't want that. They want continuous inflow. Makes and sense. I do. I do predict, like, at one point in time in the future, 
everything will have switched over to subscription services and nobody will be happy to pay for that. So at one point, everything is just going to collapse. Yeah. Well, the, the thing for me is the fact that I was given the lifetime key as a customer service thing to be like, oh, yeah, we kind of fucked up there. Sorry. Here's the lifetime key. You know, we're really sorry. Hope you enjoy our service. And I, I was happy with that. I was like, yep, yeah, thank you so much. You fixed the issue. You know, the fact that I was offered it as a customer service resolution and then it was just snatched away. Exactly. Oh, as did, you they, said. did they actually just remove it from uh, you? Yeah, or? yeah, from everyone, not just me, from people who paid for it as well. Did they get their money back? No. That's literally fucking illegal. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, it's probably one of the clauses somewhere. It's how they got me with the App Store version. Such predatory fucking companies, yeah, honestly. I, I think every every software company is getting like that now. There are no um, voice mod, you know, like that voice changer thing, because it was so cheap. It was on offer. I bought a lifetime, a lifetime thing for that. That's still going. I've still got a lifetime key for voice mod. Don't know how long that's gonna last. <laughs> I, it was only like twenty twenty dollars as well. So ridiculous. Yeah. <clears throat> it, if if they do keep it going, then fair play. But I. I expect to be fucked at some point. <laughs> like, uh, we are heading towards a fucking bleak dystopian future. Like Jesus. Uh, sir, that's why we chose this world. <laughs> oh, okay. Speaking of, this world is actually called. Oh, fucking hell! The menus. Fucking hell! The menus. Welcome to the world. Uh, it's called In Between by Quartonics. We will put a link to the world in the description. So if you want to check it out, uh, go he to the will. description. Not me, he will. I still refuse to fucking take credit, you cunt. <laughs> Don't you shove it down my throat. <laughs> okay, okay. But yeah, we've got <laughs> slightly more lighthearted news. Um, did you see the next topic, Rusty? Have you Have you seen anything about it in the news recently? Uh, you mean the quote-unquote more alien news? Yeah. Nah. Okay. I haven't. Absolutely well, nothing. In that case, I'm sure a lot of people would have. But um, let me just get the screen share set up. Okay, so a guy in Mexico uh, brought to like their version of like the Senate these 1,000-year-old mummified alien corpses. Um, they look, they're like little fellas. They, they look really small, um, but they look like classic aliens, basically. Mm -hmm. And I'm torn because they've been x-rayed. Uh, they have like weird, like sacks in them, like eggs or something. Uh, there isn't a photo of the x-ray on this page, I don't think. No. No, okay. But yeah, you get an idea for how small they are. Just by scrolling down to the pictures. They're like tiny. Um, yeah, I still think that's absolute bullshit. Well, that's the thing. Because he invited scientists from all around the world to come and look at them. If it is bullshit, then he would get found out pretty quick. So, it, you know, we're still waiting on that, I guess. I, I want it to be real. But yeah, they they don't. They look I like... mean, it, I did send a video of the scale of the universe on the Discord server. Speak of Discord server, how about you join? It's linked down below. Yeah, join the cockpit. Suggest some topics. Maybe join in an episode one day. Who knows? 
exactly. The seat will keep the seat nice and warm. But <laughs> yeah. but if you if you look our next guest. If you look at uh, yeah, definitely. I'm definitely not too lazy to get rid of it. If you look at the scale of the universe and on our planet we have life developed and we have resources here. But given the scale and the amount of fucking planets around, there's really literally absolutely no point in coming here where they have competitors, where they have fucking diseases that could affect them or fucking resistance or panic or whatever. They really have no reason to be here. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but you're thinking of it in terms of a human. You're thinking what reasons would we have to go to a, another planet? You don't know what fucking reasons they've got, bro. <laughs> like, like, do you know what I mean? They, they could be... No, I mean, I mean, they really have no reason to just go to the, our planet specifically. Yeah, but, they have yeah, but, competitors here, they have here. How do you know? You, you can find all the resources you need on literally every other planet as well. Yeah, but think of, like, like aliens could be so incomprehensible to us that... Like, no, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> because if, if life develops on a planet, they need to survive in a competitive yeah. environment. And they need to develop behavior that allows them to survive. To either avoid competition or surpass it. Again, you're thinking of Earth. You're thinking no, of how life it's, works. It's on Earth. basic rules. It's basic rules. Because not specifically to well, Earth. No, no there, it's going to develop the same way on other planets. There is no life on other planets for us to build this opinion. That's the thing. We, we can we're use going... our existence as an example. We don't how? need to know or see. How can, because we, how we, can... can we do that when we live on Earth? And because we have competitors on the planet. Yeah, we can uh, see if the snail is too slow or starves to death before it can get food. It's going to die out. That's what I'm talking about, though. You're thinking in terms of Earth creatures. Like, you're an idiot. <laughs> no, bro, you are, because you're not, you're not thinking. Like, Dude, it doesn't matter if it's here on Earth or somewhere else. The basic concept is... It does. It's a different environment. It, it literally doesn't. Bro, it because does. Because it, it is a different environment, but they will still have competitors there. So the behavior will emerge. How do you know what behavior will emerge when life? Do you know what I mean? If, if you theoretically, have, if, okay, okay. How about this? You have a you have a situation which is similar. You need food, something, some energy to take in. Everything needs that f energy to take in, and so you're trying to like get to it or eat it faster than everybody else. So you will have competition on already Earth, there on Earth, Rusty. That's what I'm trying to say, man. Hear me out. Hear me out. How do you know that some being that lives on fucking a gas giant like fucking like Venus or something, how do you know they don't sustain themselves off of Mercury or something, right? How do, how do you know that they, they have the same uh, like challenges as we do with evolution and survival? All you, right. You, can't you, still, you still need to find Mercury there, first of all. That's, that's something where you can compete with your own species, your own kind there. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Also... But, but at the same also, time... Also, being able to move, like in a gas giant, you need a way to propel yourself. Or you can filter feed, whatever. You will you will have every place something to compete for something else. So the behavior to out-compete or outdo your opponents will emerge, doesn't matter what. Yeah, my original point, to get back to the topic, was you would have no idea why an alien wants to come here. And if, you know, from our perspective, we go to Mars because we want to inhabit Mars, right? We're there for a human purpose. 
All right. You don't know what the fucking alien like. No, no. Consider this an intelligent species. Let's consider us intelligent. We want to go to Mars, but Mars is populated with aliens, with alien life, with diseases we don't know, with uh, connection system, with weapons. But we want to go there and populate. Would that be a good idea, or do you, do you not think it would be easier to go to a different planet where we have where we don't have a species there already? Well. It's it's hard to say because you say easier to go to a different planet. How far is this planet? What what's the planet's conditions like? I mean, we do know, we do know if that alien landed on our planet. Okay, if that's real, they not only have the ability to travel interplanetarily because we don't have anything else that's alive on our solar system, as far as we know. So they need to travel from star system to star system. So that's already light speed traveling if they want to do it in their lifetimes. And did I say they're a thousand years old? Actually, supposedly. Yeah, yeah, uh, okay. fossilized okay. a thousand years ago. So basically, actually, was it three thousand years ago? Uh, it's it's one thousand. Uh, oh, oh no, wait. It, it says mummified and fossilized. So like, uh, this article is a bit shit. Both very different things, but we'll we'll go with fossilized. We estimated to be a thousand years old. I'd say, I to be honest, fossilized in a thousand years. I would say mummified probably makes more sense with the time frame but yeah either way, By the I, way I you, you did say something about eggs inside of them yeah yeah so one was x-rayed um i don't have the picture so this up wait hang on there is a link oh by the way real quick cheers cheers man uh, i should clarify as well i don't believe these are real uh until obviously we see actual scientists look at them but it was it was very public like it is the Mexican version of of the Senate and stuff. But yeah, all I'm saying as well, I, I think beings from another planet, like we always th like to think of other life forms in terms of like even a cat, right? People think of cats like, oh, they put a little jacket on them and they're like, oh, he looks cute in his little jacket. We're thinking in terms of humans, right? Whenever we look at... Anthropomorphizing, yeah. Yeah. And we do the same thing with aliens. We We... In movies, they look like you know, big eyes, big heads, but they're still like human-esque, yeah, yeah, anthropomorphized, yeah. But really, <clears> like, what, what if the alien is like a fucking cloud of gas? Do you know what I mean? We, like, we would have no comprehension of what they could be like until we see them. In my opinion, yeah, that's understandable. Life develops in weird ways. <laughs> oh boy, but the the thing still is what I mentioned beforehand, and also, it's not if aliens exist they definitely do exist technically we are aliens to other species to other beings and with the scale of the universe referring back to the video i posted on discord like if life developed on our planet and we are so unimaginably small there is 100 percent at least at least another planet out there with life similar or unsimilar to us yeah, I, I that is inevitable at this point. I, I saw yeah. this comment on Instagram actually. Do you remember when, like, we've been finding these balls, like uh, these, yeah. these metal spheres in the oceans? Have you seen anything about that? Sorry, I dropped my ball. So, there. there are these metal spheres that have been found worldwide and they are confirmed to be of extraterrestrial origin. That doesn't mean alien. Um, for some reason, there are spheres that have landed all over the world metallic spheres that contain 
the majority of their composition is from outside of earth who knows why but <laughs> i saw this comment on instagram that was like oh so we send out radio signals in the 70s like oh why aren't the aliens answering us and they send metal balls to us and like why aren't they answering us <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like a lack of communication interesting way to make, uh, send a message yeah enjoy my metal balls <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah like that's that's what we comprehend like back to my earlier point like that's what we comprehend them as what if they're not just metal balls right or they, we're just over analyzing everything as we usually do as a yeah. human species well at, at the same time sending radio waves into space we don't know whether another civilization can they have radio waves you know Speaking of radio waves, again, to that video I sent on Discord, I actually showed in there uh, the extent the radio waves have traveled that we have sent out since we did. You would like Which Elite is also Dangerous, such then. a small speck, Jesus. Have you played Elite Dangerous? No. So um, you can visit Voyager in space. Like It's, like, it's set in like the 2300s, and it's the Milky Way galaxy one-to-one -one scale. And you know Jesus. we sent you know we sent out Voyager, yeah. Which one though? Uh, in the seventies, whatever Voyager it was, Voyager one. Yeah, one and two. Yeah. Um, so you can find it in the location it would be in the twenty three hundreds, in Elite Dangerous, and it's still moving. Fucking sweet, Jesus. Yeah. You need to get some footage of that, bro. I, I, it's it's because you you don't spawn in Sol, which is the Earth. Uh, solar system, the the um like our solar system. You spawn in like some fucking random star system, like light years away. So it takes a lot to get to Sol, and then obviously to then jump to where uh, Voyager is. But I'm gonna do it. It'd make a good video. Well, I, I great. Could another you... another thing for you to do. To <laughs> I could, chuck I could on send you YouTube videos. Of, I could send you videos of people who have already done it. Um just to scratch that itch but it's, it's really fucking cool man it's so like I've, I've told you before if i've got a a throttle and throttle and stick and uh you can set up voice commands for your for your ship so you can be like <laughs> like I, my ship is called venus okay don't don't, don't judge me I, I i can be like venus raise the hard points and she's like raising hard points commander and then i'm like venus charge the frame shift drive charging frame shift drive it's so sick and then you're doing other stuff on the on the throttle and stick and then you say hey alexa play despacito and <laughs> venus gets jealous and then i'd I take my vr headset off and i look at myself in the mirror <laughs> a single <laughs> tear rolls down my face Bruh. but yeah aliens anyway um i'm excited aliens i, I hope they cheers. are real cheers Man, I am sweaty as hell. <sighs> like, it's fucking killing me. I hate it. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's not as bad for me, though. Yeah, I, I just... It's because I've got my windows shut and my PC blasting. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> but there's actually been uh, been other cool news in the, in the VR space. Oh, uh... Well, apparently, uh, according to rumors, 
Nintendo is working with Google on a new VR headset. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the first thing that stuck out to me is that they used Midjourney to make the <laughs> to make the first picture. Yeah, I, of... I recognize this straight away, and uh, it is credited there. Yeah, it, it, I find it hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because finally, the amount of people that put VR-related stuff in there, like on the Midjourney server, you see it all the time. It, it makes really cool VR stuff. But um, th this is going off on a bit of a bit of a tangent, but Midjourney related. Uh, we have added Midjourney AI to the AI art section of the Cockpit Discord server. So and I still have no idea how to use it, nor <laughs> will I ever. Uh, you just type slash imagine. And nor will I ever. Prompt. Okay, nor will enough. I ever. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make an AI rusty that will. Don't worry. Good, good. Replace me. I don't need to do work then. But yeah, right. the, the rumor for Nintendo actually comes from um, them working with Raxium, which is a company that Google acquired that handles like micro LED displays. So that's where the whole rumor comes from. Um, Nintendo's testing micro LED displays from Raxium, which would imply that they're, they're working with Google for a VR XR headset. I think it's fucking crazy. Would would you buy the Nintendo Quest? Uh the Nintendo Quest, excuse me. <laughs> no, I don't I don't like how Nintendo acts with its games, so I don't support them. But I'm just very glad that some big players are starting to get into VR as well. Yeah, well fun fact, Nintendo have actually released a VR headset in the past. I, I am aware of that. They, they, it's not a VR headset. It's <laughs> yeah. basically just an eye, eye held like Game Boy kind of thing. No, no tracking, no nothing. Just you have wear it as glasses. But it basically. was, it was the 90s. So, yeah, it was the 90s. So you, you have to give them credit where it's due. Um, the Virtual Boy, it, it's like stereoscopic, stereo, stereo, stereoscopic. Is that how you say that? Yeah, stereoscopic. Stereoscopic 3D. So, the lenses force you into like that type of 3D. Um, it's really shit. Uh, the Nintendo Virtual Boy visor was no more than 3D goggles on the stand. Yeah, uh, there's actually a picture of it in the article there. So I, yeah, I've sure. read the credit. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> still impressive. They they have actually released um, Nintendo Labo as well. I've never done it because I'm not a, a fetus, but it's like these. Uh, cardboard kits that you buy with a Switch game and you can create ah. things. So you create like little little robot stuff and like there's like a VR goggles one that you put over your Switch and it gives you kind of like the same as Virtual Boy, I imagine. Yeah, stereoscopic. It's just fucking hell. I'm really fucking fucking up with that word. You're not, you're not, you don't have enough alcohol to be able to speak properly, <laughs> my guy. Stereoscopic Genuinely. image. Um, but yeah, with the with the switch, so that's more recent. I just I just see the picture that they post in there, like where they have the switch with the lenses in there, and you, the controllers on the side. Like, do you hold it like this? Uh, I think so. Um, but it looks it looks like the other kids have different ones. See, like one's got like the elephant gun thing. I mean, I mean, one of the kids is actually holding it without controllers like that. Like I just told you. Oh yeah. I think they removed the controllers on that one just to make it more uncomfortable to hold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's like one thing you can't say about Nintendo is that they don't innovate. 
like think back to the Wii, the the DS, everything they do is is kind of which is why at this point them jumping on the VR bandwagon unless they really innovate things. I'm not I'm not too <laughs> too excited for in fairness. But like you said, another big player in the game could help. Helping to kickstart it. Like they're supposed to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, who knows? Maybe it maybe it's uh it's gonna be a competitor for that switch type VR headset. Um I think that's actually Pimax, right? Pimax Portal. Uh excuse me, what did you say? You know Pimax Portal? It's a VR headset that's like the Nintendo Switch, so you can put it ah, into a yeah. VR headset and then take it away as like a handheld. Yeah, we made fun of that the last episode as well, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. We, we made fun of it, but at the same time, anybody that innovates in the VR scene, I, I think, deserves respect anyway, even if it flops. Um, Nintendo can't really take another flop, I don't think. Yeah, oh, I think I've, VR, I've VR is here to stay. I think VR is definitely here to stay. and uh, It's going to become a bigger player in the industry. Just a little more innovation lighter headsets, smaller form factor, uh, better holding controllers, because my index ones are starting to die off. They're flaking, they're like... Yeah, stuff. my uh, my finger tracking isn't great in the left one. It's like dead somehow. Is, is your like finger tracking pad also like flaking off? Um, like yeah, so the finish isn't great. Um, yeah. That happened a long time ago, though, because I, I wipe my controllers if I've been sweating on them with like antibacterial wipes you know like the type that you clean a desk with those sort of you get them in a packet like wet wipes yeah 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 i clean my controllers with those so like i lost all the finish on these like a long time ago <laughs> oh because i can definitely feel the texture of yeah the finish and the unfinished one the headset's got it as well which is the scary thing it's got the same like matte sort of dry finish you know i mean you're not touching the headset are you true true but yeah it will flake eventually yeah do you also wipe your headset down like that yeah hence why, why uh, uh just just for like cleanliness really um i like the facial interfaces i use um i i bought new ones from valve uh i also use like a rubber thing over it and i just wipe the rubber down for like cleanliness okay i keep my index on the cardboard box Okay, I have mine on a, from light. on a stand. Um, like a, a, it's like made for VR headsets. You put the controllers and the headset on it, and I the throw thing, a does, does it. The thing does it cover the lenses from light or the the camera's front? Uh, if you have it facing, I don't. I I cover it from light anyway by throwing a t-shirt over it. But it's it, that's uh, more for dust than light. I don't uh, like things okay. getting dusty, especially my VR headset. Like dust is a fucking reasonable, <laughs> reasonable, typical British something against individual strains of whatever dust is landing everywhere. Yeah, yeah, dust sucks, man. No, it doesn't. But we have a uh, honourable mention next from uh, from our resident Discord admin Kelly. Yeah. Uh, hey Kelly, if you're watching, if you're listening, we, you know we both salute you. Hello. He does. I don't. <laughs> But yeah, she uh, she wanted us to give an honourable mention to the closure of Echo VR. So we're a little late with this one. Um, it was on the first of August, wasn't it? So yeah. 
a little late, my guy. <laughs> yeah, we we really should have put an episode out in August. <laughs> Fuck. Oh boy. Well, yeah. the th- the thing is, Met uh, Echo VR, good game. V- fucking Meta killed it. Unbelievable. Yeah, and I, I want to just quickly run through the article because it's got the famous quote. Um, just quick background on Echo VR. Uh, since 2017, it's a PC-based Rift game. Don't ask Meta and Oculus thing is is all fucking confusing, but. Uh, looked really cool. I've never played it. Rusty did, right? Or was it? Yes. Okay. I met some very good friends there. Nice. Kelly said the same, so she's got a really good group that she played with. It's all gone now. <laughs> Thanks it's all to gone. Buzz. But yeah, the famous quote is here. Let me just make sure I'm sharing. Can I read it? Yeah. Those resources could be put to uh, other uses that I think would be useful to the tens of millions of people who are in VR. Okay, now tell me, Boz. <laughs> Let me put the screen back before I say this. Now tell me, Boz. Where are these tens of millions of players in VR? What game has anyone created with tens of millions of people playing it? You motherfucker. Tell He's me where in Horizon Worlds the tens of millions of people are playing. Because <laughs> I, I went to Horizon Worlds I went there, Rusty. I went to f- the fucking Wendyverse. No one was there. Nobody. Do you want to know why, Boz? Do you want to know why, Zuckerberg? Because it fucking sucks. Nobody's playing your shit. Your thing is fucking disgusting. You need to stop. Let the good things have the good thing. Let everybody else enjoy it and stop wasting your money. Sun cost fucking what was it again 13 billion zuck invested in this shit like hundreds of billions i'm pretty sure also tanked his stock as well (laughs) because why not you know just stop it you lost this one stop it just help this fucking shit develop better instead of focusing on your shit and killing everything else oh and kick your assistant ceo in the balls for me yeah, Boz seems the like a one. asshole, to be honest. But Anyway, uh, I'm going to put the picture of those cool Echo guys up while I say this next bit, because uh, there's a quote from Kelly, resident Discord admin, head of HR. Meta took Echo. Fuck them. I hope they all slip and land on sharp glass. That was from Kelly, not, not from me or Rusty. The... Cockpit. I second that. I second them. I was Fuck about to that. say the Cockpit VR podcast doesn't condone f- slipping on glass. No, no, no. Rusty does condone it, and specifically for Meta. Not the employees, just, just Bezos. Boss, Bezos, the boss, and uh, the lizard man. Those two, specifically. But yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I dislike Bosman, but. I want him to stay alive to watch other VR VR uh, enthusiasts and companies pass him. On well, slipping on gl- and landing on glass doesn't kill you. It just hurts a lot. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I wish them to suffer. 
specifically, extraordinarily. <laughs> Stop it. I'm going to have to fucking censor so much of this. No, no, no. You don't censor it. I, I value the freedom of speech. Don't censor it, dude. It's fucking don't censor it. Spotify, man. We'll, we'll get don't censor it. Don't censor Don't you? <laughs> Sissy, genuinely, don't censor it. I have to. I genuinely have you to. Don't, you don't have. I uploaded the video with uncensored words, dude. It's fine. Yeah, but not not threats of violence and stuff, man. But yeah, I, right. I was actually going to talk to you about this next one, Rusty, because I want you to join the alpha with me. So this next one, um, I think... So I only realized halfway through reading this article and when I got to the comments that Thrill Seeker apparently helped develop this game. I think he might have mentioned it on some of his videos or something. I don't watch everyone, so I might have missed that, but... Yeah, he he does help develop. He did help develop it. So it's. A I remember course. him going on about it. Yeah, uh, well, you'll have to send me the videos just so I can see like his perspective. But it's called Brazen Blaze by Tokyo Chronos. Uh, looks really fucking cool. It's a three v three smack and shoot VR action game with a heavy focus I on close quarter me melee combat. I actually didn't see that you posted a trailer on the link as well. Yeah, so I, I'm going to play that now. I'm just, I just—I need to make sure the aspect ratio is all okay. That'll do, to be honest. <laughs> I'm playing it now, by the way. Yeah, me too. Cool. Looks pretty good, but 3v3, man, that's... A, uh, I would have preferred, like, a larger team battle, but I'm guessing if the combat's that good. 3v3 I'm still watching it. I think 3v3 is a good a good idea to do so, because um, if you don't have a large player base, player pool... Trying to fill up a large lobby, like 5v5 or 6v6 or something, is going to be difficult, especially if it's in VR. Yeah, that's one of the things I was going to say. Like, we, how many VR shooters have died now? I mean, speaking of VR shooters, Breachers is fucking good. <laughs> 5v5, Rainbow Siege-esque, but in VR, very good, very good. I can only recommend. I played this game called Larsenauts as well, which was like a hero shooter like Overwatch, kind of. So, have you ever played Larsenauts? No. I think it's 6v6. I could be wrong, maybe 4v4, but a hero shooter, so you pick your hero who has different abilities and classes. Everybody knows Overwatch, Paladins, shit like that, you know? Um, But yeah, th that was quite fun, but dead, you know? Which is I personally problem. am still against hero shooters or hero kind of combat shit like League of Legends and uh, Overwatch. I'm really against that shit. Do you not like the concept or is it... The concept. Okay. I I found it pretty cool, uh, especially in VR. I, I've played like Apex and stuff. I, I, I like the idea of you have different characters with different advantages and your team works together with all of them together, you know? The thing with me is, if you if you labeled a, a hero shooter, you basically justify charging money to unlock heroes. 
Because if you look at like Battlefield, for example, you have a dude that you can equip with different abilities. <laughs> it's not a hero, it's just the abilities you could use. So they don't charge extra for like healing other people or throwing a grenade or something. Uh, okay. Because the way Apex works is the only monetization is like skins and stuff like Fortnite. I've played Apex, yeah. 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 It's the um, only thing I accept with you earn in-game coins by playing with other characters to unlock other ones. So that's, what, that's acceptable. With Larsenauts, I had every hero. You could obviously pay to speed things up, but you could feasibly unlock every every hero through your own gameplay and stuff. So I, Diablo, I didn't have a problem with that. Diablo 3 is calling. Or was it 4? <laughs> <coughs> I think it was... The, the new one. Yeah, one of them. I'm not into into that shit, but yeah, the 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 one that you can basically pay two hundred thousand to, you know, just be like play. one of the whales, yeah, the, yeah, the top dogs. But um, Jesus, my brain is farting on that one. Christ. So Brazen Blaze is actually planning on launching in twenty twenty four, but there's uh an alpha that you can you can join. So I I applied for it. Uh, I was going to send it to you, Rusty, so you can do the same. The signups are going until September 24th, and the actual alpha is set between October 6th to the 8th, so only two days. But I'm, I'm down to play. It, it looks really fun, like the combat, you know, close quarters combat and stuff. Yeah, I might, if I get the chance, I'd like to try it, at yeah. least. Seems like a lot of fun, especially beating the homies' asses. I'm not going to go over them on the podcast as well, but scroll down to the comments. Like, it's just people roasting Thrill Seeker and stuff for some reason. <laughs> I'm guessing there's, like, no. <laughs> like, there's a guy who wrote, like, a whole novel. Oh, I'm only seeing nine comic comments. You mean on the trailer? Uh, no, on the actual art article, the Road to VR site. Oh, uh, okay. <clears throat> uh, there is one guy on the YouTube <laughs> on the YouTube uh, trailer roasting Thrill Seeker as well. It's probably the same guy. There's <laughs> <laughs> a dude called Virgin. The mouth Thrill Seeker is such a e-tart. He doesn't love VR. Bruh. He loves being an e-girl using Valve Index with full body tracking and spending 24-7 in VR chat. And the guy, Jesus. On, the guy on YouTube is like, the guy wearing a mask really, really sells that he's a thrill seeker. More likely, he never leaves his house. <laughs> like, bro, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not jumping on anyone's dick here, and I don't, I don't want to seem like I am, but the guy looks like he's in shape. <laughs> you can't bro, say... But, but in, in Thrill Seeker's video, he didn't help develop it. He gave his expertise and what he experienced with uh, other games as a uh, basically like a consultant. Okay. Yeah, and that makes sense. He, the guy knows his shit with VR, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. You can't say yeah. he doesn't. Maybe maybe that virgin guy <laughs> knows, knows more. And I'm not calling him a virgin. His name was Virgin, right? Yeah, he is literally called Virgin. <laughs> it's his nickname in there. <laughs> Bruh. Six days ago. He's just like me for real. Vale. He's also mentioning Vale. Speaking of. Yeah, Vale sucked ass, but we yeah, we can mention that. Kelly, he's dead. Yeah. Completely dead. It's another Kelly Kelly topic. She uh gifted it to me on Shout Steam out actually, because it was one ninety nine. I'm still seething. I bought it for full price and I've have yet to touch it. 
I think I I think I bought it to play the alpha or some shit. I can't remember. Because I, I played the alpha. Um, oh, yeah. Also, also, Veil, these bastards. I applied for the uh, beta test or the alpha test or whatever. I applied it. I got the email. I am approved to play the beta. You know when I got it? The email? The day of launch? <laughs> I got the email literally a few months after it launched. Yeah, that's gay as fuck. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. They were probably like, oh, fuck, we forgot to message these people back. Should we just, yeah, send them a message? <laughs> but yeah, Veil, uh, Veil VR is actually, it, it seems like, that's the thing, it wants to be like a really polished, cool, like stylistic VR shooter. You basically that, wanted to become the next CSGO, but for VR. Instead. That's what I thought when I played the alpha. I was like, wow, this is really stylish. I like like the black and white like costumes and stuff and like the way the grenades are it's like stylistic you know but then like any other vr game well vr shooter really you go to you go to play a game online and you're just waiting for like an hour because nobody wants to fucking play it it absolutely fucking destroyed the people who paid full price for it right cheers so cheers man But yeah, the reason we're mentioning Veil is because they, they reduced it by like 90% on Steam. Yeah. I, I assume they're gonna, gonna have a permanent discount like every weekend now to yeah. get some people in there. <laughs> so it's, it's one ninety nine if you want to go and try it out. You might get a game, you might not. Kelly said she had fun on it earlier though, so it might, you know, it might have worked actually. And uh, I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on it. I haven't played it since the alpha, so... I'll install it again. I'll, I'll I'll play it if Rusty wants to. We can play it with Kelly, right? Isn't it like a large gigabyte? Like large download. Gigabytes somehow, yeah. Jesus. And, and Kelly said it, it runs well. It's optimized. And I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's like forty gigs. <laughs> if your entire game is black and white, why do you have textures the size of fucking cities? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, forty gigs, man, for a fucking VR shooter with like a five maps. I mean, that's also the reason why Breachers is much better. Because it's a small download. Yeah, and I've... You want to talk about Optimized? Like, I've seen... Do you remember that VR chat world, like, organism that was, like... Yeah, 20 yeah. megabytes or something. He fucking did that in Unity. Especially <laughs> with the fucking VR chat SDKs. Yeah. And that's all impressive. the sequels to that world. Very impressive. We'll go there one day to get a backdrop for one of the episodes, right? I think we already did it, did like a few times. I don't think we have. I know? think the first few episodes, instead of like, literally, that that was the entire reason why I suggested we are in VR. We could, you know, go to worlds instead of having our own world with a brick background. Maybe you're cheating on me with another podcast because uh, no, I genuinely, <laughs> I remember that specifically. I saw organism and was like, I, we could do the podcast here. Rusty's got VR. the the poc the poc kit podcast or something. My secret second podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My secret double life <laughs> with a different podcast comrade. <laughs> yeah, that that was the entire reason why I suggested that we could, you know, make an avatar like I did and have it in different worlds with different backgrounds. Yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe I'll... Uh... Weird that you don't remember that. 
I'm gonna have to go Where back did I and remember the episodes because I I'm, I'm I'm sure you're lying. I'm sure you're telling porky pies, mate. I I'm I'm genuine, <laughs> like I'm genuine, dude. But either way, sick ass world. Um, Vale one ninety nine, go and play. It's weird. So the reason I included this article as well, Rusty, the next one, Meta is reportedly partnering with LG to create Apple Vision Pro competitor. It seems like everybody, <laughs> it's like the Avengers, right? Like it seems like everybody's teaming up against Apple. They're all assembling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got Nintendo and Google and Meta and LG now. <laughs> I, think, I think the big companies see Apple as like one of those I mean, you do as well, you Apple yeah. fanboy, a fanboy, fanboy. <laughs> both, both check out at this point, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, I think they see okay, this brand specifically Apple for some reason um, is going into VR. Okay, that means business. It's time for business right now. Yeah, everybody's like, you know, Apple is gonna absolutely fuck us, right? <laughs> we need to team up, please. <laughs> Meta calling LG like I know I know we don't we don't know each other very well but <laughs> the enemy is my enemy is my friend. Yeah. Oh boy, can't wait to see another fucking Meta headset. It's hard. Yeah, that's that's another thing. So the report maintains the name of the Meta LG headset will be Meta Quest Four Pro. <laughs> Why do they always put fucking pro at the end? It's because, what the, what, it's because what exactly Apple, is this, what exactly makes it pro? It's because Apple do it. I think. Um, so Apple, it's just neuron activation pro. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. Apple do the the pro and then the pro max, and then the ultra sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Where's yeah. the Apple Vision? Um, I want the cheapest shit. <laughs> that should be uh 2024 sometime so early 2024 i believe but that's the thing i think not many people are going to be getting the vision pro we're all going to be kind of watching from afar with that because three fucking grand oh yeah i'm not spending three like unless the headset's gonna suck me off <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not spending three grand on it uh well, if it would suck me off, uh, I think that's going to be a good, good price for that. <laughs> but um, good meta news, actually. They, they're releasing uh, South Korea's Mae Kyung is reporting on two new meta headsets, a low-cost Quest, Quest, Quest model that will be priced at less than $200 coming in 2024. So I think they're going for Quest 2 Electric Boogaloo. Didn't they already do that with the Quest Pro? Uh, the or... Quest, the Quest Two, they did it with because they priced it at a loss so that they could sell a shit ton of headsets. Oh, I, I mean the thing they discon <coughs> discontinued by now. Oh yeah, the the Quest Pro, yeah, the Quest Pro. Yeah, yeah. But by but this, that was Quest Two, Two Electric Boogaloo already. Yeah, true. But this one's Quest Two. Two. Because I think you're confusing the two of us, like literally, yeah, at e the same time. Either way, they're releasing like a actual cheapest of the cheap headset. I don't know what the specs are going to be like because it's just a rumor, but like fucking crazy. 
mean, if you think about it, if you can buy a working phone for like 200 bucks, older, but yeah, working. I think you could do the same with the headset. Yeah, my Android was like 200, like less than 200. Back when I got it a few years ago, it was like a Huawei one. Oh, there you go. Could be easy. Cheating on me with another Discord caller. It is my it's my uh, my other podcast host. <laughs> oh wait, what? <laughs> oh no! I've got uh, well, an episode after. Cheers, man. But yeah, I I think they realized the success that the Quest Two had with like you know cornering the market that they're trying to do it again <laughs> they're, they're making like a peasant headset for like the even even poorer but they they've they've actually got a lot of stuff to do with like the hand tracking and stuff so maybe it'll ship with no controllers or something and be like a hand tracking headset which would be cool or i can't wait i can't wait to buy a 200 buck headset just so that child in somalia that's mining all the lithium can enjoy <laughs> Less pay. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> well, if you weren't buying consumer ele electronics, he would have no job, right? He'd starve to death. Exactly. So. I'm I'm supporting exploited poor people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, either way, I, you know, excited to see what they do with LG. Also, the I, I want to know like the low cost Quest model, what the specs would be like, because you know, even just getting another headset for porn or something. Wasn't the Quest 2 already a poor peasant version? Yeah, but this is going to be... The like... poorer, poorer, <laughs> poorer <laughs> peasant version. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be like uh, Quest Christmas, but like like the uh, the pauper version. So like, you know, like the 16th the century... The more trailer peasant. park kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to get like even worse people. Ugh. Yeah, me and Rusty sit here on our thrones with our index. We're just dreading meeting these people. Yeah, so we're not Christ. actually we're not actually elitist. I, I think elitism in VR is is stupid. But I'm an elitist. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny VR is best. VR then desktop and then Xbox and what PS4. the fuck, Rusty? Did you just send me? I can't I can't screen share it because I don't have it on the. Oh, what did I send you? Huh? Oh, that wasn't you. Yeah. Okay, I'll, talk, you I'll talk about it anyway. Somebody sent me a screenshot of Daryl. Have you ever watched The Walking Dead? Uh, no. Oh, fuck. Anyway, but there's a spin-off. Like, a character has a spin-off called Daryl. And uh, it's in Paris, apparently. So somehow he got from... <laughs> he uses a flintlock pistol in it. Bruh. Anyway, fuck it. Like, I don't have enough information to go on for that. That would just surprise me there. <laughs> Almost blamed me for the fucking weird ass out of context picture. But yeah, seeing as we um were talking about Apple there for a little bit, I thought I'd chuck in something cool that Apple have done. I'm not going to get another iPhone for years, but the iPhone 15 Pro has spatial video capture full viewing on vision pro so you can actually record you can kind of do it with regular phones anyway can't you but this is like spatial cameras allowing you to record kind of like that other camera we spoke about last time 
that was shown off in the VCAT world. So it's like a 180-degree VR, I believe. So what do they mean with spatial capture? Like actually capturing your death and creating a mesh for it or just recording in a large field of view so you can see it? Yeah, so it, it doesn't it doesn't create a mesh for it, but it would it would you can send the footage to your VR headset basically so that you can you can view the videos. You can say if you're like at a really cool place outside, you can record a video and then watch it again on your on your headset. We use the ultra wide and main cameras together to create a three dimensional video. Company said. Yeah. But it isn't clear if three dimensional means stereoscopic footage with a fixed viewpoint or some kind of depth projection with a bit of six uh, depth of field wiggle room. Yeah. So yeah, it so... seems like stereostop. Stere fucking I, that word, man. I need to practice <laughs> Dude, that word. Stereostop. Uh, fuck you. You got me also. <laughs> you little message. You got me. Stereoscopic, man. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, Bass's Britishness is flaking off on me. God, I need. I need a better avatar, man. <laughs> yeah, you do. I was judging intensely, but I'm very proud of making that balaclava for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of my greatest achievements. I think it could do with being a bit thicker. Like, you know what I mean? What? The balaclava, so it like it's like thicker. Oh, you mean like have depth to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's something easily done actually. Okay. I'll 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 take a quick look, see if I can see if I can fiddle with it. But yeah, the next article we've got is Augmented Reality versus Virtual Reality. What's the future of virtual reality gaming? Oh. I got error 1005. Are you on a VPN? No, I'm not. Oh, okay, I've, I've still got the article up. Error 1005 again. <laughs> but yeah, this is by Curry's, which is like a, a consumer tech store in the UK. They sell like, they sell stuff basically. So it is kind of like, it reads kind of like Babby's first mention of VR. Um, but... Uh, so it, it talks about virtual reality going a step further than augmented reality. VR overlays the real world with one that's completely, oh. <laughs> <one> completely <laughs> computer-generated. It's far more immersive, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but then it talks about which is better for gaming, AR or VR. And really, I put this article here not to read, but to prompt the question, uh, the differences between AR and VR to us. Hmm. <clears throat> and where we see that going in the future. The so, differences for for me personally, the differences for uh, actual reality. I fucking hate actual reality. <laughs> it's too warm. It sucks. Yeah, yeah, it's basically it. It's basically it. It's just way too warm always. But in terms of gaming, and this, this is again, I don't, I don't think Apple are going for the gaming side of things, but uh, VR is obviously a lot better for gaming. Um, you have like the whole environment virtually around you. But AR seems like the best fit for things like training simulations and stuff. I, I, I'm not meaning to interrupt you, but I just, I'm going to. I just noticed that my airplane doesn't have a shader in this world. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. You can still wow. make out as an airplane on the video, though, so so don't worry, don't worry. We'll, oh, man. we'll fix it. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. 
But yeah, the um, just post a, just post a PNG of any kind of aircraft over there yeah, for so the I entirety of the episode. I think that's what Apple are going for with their headset, right? Not gaming, but watching fucking shitty videos that you recorded on your iPhone and stuff, and like AR because you can game in AR. Like Pokemon Go is a good example. Uh, the article actually gives the example of Pokemon Go uh, somewhere. Wasn't AR like literally also what Snapchat did with like the dancing hot dog? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, it, it's that basically. It blends digital things into the real world, which which is cool. Pokemon Go is cool. You know, you can go and catch a fucking mudkip in your garden if you want. But where gaming's, you know, at least to me, the difference between AR and VR, VR is gaming. AR is you know it adds it has its own benefits but i think it would be pretty shit gaming in ar you know yeah that works although i have seen some pretty cool ar games so like like demio i think is having like an ar version where like the tabletop is in your actual room if that makes sense and you can play uh basically dnd from your own home each and just join up in Demio and have one person's room. You yeah. know? Yeah, exactly. Oh. God damn. <laughs> Rusty, I'm going to have to mute you every time you do that for the audio listeners. Nah, no, no, no. Don't censor me, man. Don't censor me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's weird to see the battle between AR and VR. That's why I'm excited to see how it's handled with, um, with the Vision Pro, because that's the the really the best AR headset possible at the time. I honestly think uh, AR is a very good application for training or for yeah. working. For example, if you're an electrician on in a fucking like power grid kind of thing, if you put it on the headset and you can see, okay, this cable goes there and this cable goes there, and the headset just highlights the one you're looking for, that yeah. would be extremely useful. Exactly. But for for like a proper VR application, I don't think anything but games or like movies or experiences or whatever it would be only very good with simple VR instead of AR. Yeah, and like 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 say if you're if you're in a class or something and you're learning about human anatomy or you know you'd be able to see a model of the brain and stuff like that, but still see your class. Messing around in the insides of some person while in class, yeah. Yeah, so AR AR has its purpose, but it's it's not been it's not been explored as much as VR, I don't think. Like it like consumer AR doesn't I really think, exist as I think AR technology is just a lot more difficult to figure out. Yeah. Because working in actual reality into your digital bullshit is a lot <coughs> difficult than just making up everything in the first place. So the Quest Pro actually um you know and it kind of exists with vr headsets now but they they don't have the clarity that you would really need for a full ar experience like the vision pro is offering like being able to pull up windows in front of you like have like a huge monitor setup when you don't have a huge monitor you've just got a vr headset right stuff like that's really fucking cool but you know if i was looking at my if i was trying to work in vr my eyes would be fucking killing me by the end of the day. They already are looking at laptops and monitors and stuff anyway. But Your weakness is pathetic. No, you so should it, be embarrassed. It comes down to resolution, man. You know, I'm in the index and I, I'm perfectly fine. 
I yes. think you're wearing glasses, right? Uh, I don't wear glasses in my headset. I've got prescription lenses in, so basically... Yeah, that's what I mean. You yeah. still have lenses. I think that's what's doing you in. Because no. I can spend a solid 10 hours on this one with charging my shit in between and yeah, be perfectly reading, fine. Yeah, but reading text is a little different to spending time yeah. in VR. Because I, I could spend time in VR, but what if you're trying to work on a bunch of monitors, read text? But the point, the, the thing is, if you want to read text, why would you need multiple monitors for that? I don't know. Like lot, lots no, it's of not like you can basically. like use one eye to read this text and one eye to read this text. You and might want something on another monitor time. while you type on another, you know? So. Oh, yeah, well, that's fair. Efficiency, bro. But yeah, I, I, I'm I, excited for the, the Vision Pro and other, you know, the competitor uh, AR stuff to come out just to see how it, how it is used properly, you know? Oh, there we go. Using mixed reality on Meta Quest Pro. So Meta, Meta has been doing it. It's not just Apple, but I think the Vision Pro is going to be the first big dick one on the scene, you know? But yeah, where it stands for gaming, definitely VR headsets. Hold on. To stay. What the? Okay, uh, with the website you linked, I just read, the owner of the website, <laughs> UK, has banned the uh, autonomous system number of your IP address. <laughs> They have banned Germany from watching. No, you must be using a VPN, man. That, I am not. You must be. No, I'm not. Okay. So, is does your internet prov like like internet service provider use? No, no. Like, access uh, denied. The British website has denied Germany from reading this shit. Yeah. So that normally happens with like VPNs. Quite often, send a bunch of requests and traffic to a website when you use it. I don't but, have a VPN yeah, yeah. though. I know you're not using a VPN, but maybe your ISP. No, no, no. Don't get it wrong. Not using one is different from not even having one in the first place. I don't have yeah. anything that regard. Okay, it must be how your IP works with your ISP, because <clears throat> that that always comes up when I'm using a VPN, and I it forces a bunch of traffic to the website that is abnormal, basically. I just like to think that the British have banned Germany from viewing <laughs> them. Yeah, probably, probably have. What do, mean, what do you mean with that? <laughs> no, to be honest, it, make, it makes sense because if it's a UK tech website and they only sell to the UK, they're probably like, who the fuck is this German bastard stealing our... And why has he tried to visit the website like 15 times in the last two minutes? <laughs> oh, that's, that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> that's not probably why. But it's, just, you know, it's funny. <laughs> but, um, what did this article to prompt questions... Oh how we perceive AR. Oh, that's the next topic. Hold on. Can I read it? That's a beautiful title. That, yeah. That's a beautiful. Okay. Cringe crypto bro article saying VR needs to integrate crypto slash NFTs more. Lol. <laughs> the lack of metaverse integration needs to be addressed. Yeah. So uh, this is actually lighthearted. I, I just wanted everybody to roast the cringe with me and Rusty today. So. I'm going to screen share now. Um, the article is titled Why the Lack of Metaverse Integration in Today's VR Ecosystem Needs to be Addressed. And my favorite paragraph, uh, bear with me a moment. Uh, let me find it. That being said, it's worth pointing out that the world of VR currently lacks several elements of the metaverse that experts believe are the key to growth of this nascent market. For example, most VR-centric games today come without a blockchain framework. 
God. Oh, no. God, golly. Dear God, <laughs> no. <laughs> they feature a poorly designed economic setup, lack tangible incentives, or have shoddy gameplay mechanics. As a result, they have small, limited user bases, uh, poor graphics, lack of upgradability, and low scalability. Now, do you know why, uh, like desktop games, they don't have a blockchain framework? Because it's got no place in gaming, you dumb exactly. fucks. You dumb motherfuckers. If people wanted games to be monetized by crypto, we'd be living in like the year fucking 4050 by now, you know? <clears throat> it's ridiculous. And we don't want another Earth 2 situation. Yeah. And you, you know about the game, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I know about lots of the... So when... The thing is, if you're so obsessed with the metaverse, Crypto Bros, how come none of you ever coined the term metaverse until mark zuckerberg had that presentation about changing his name to meta and the metaverse and it's why jumped, are you not investing your millions in, met in in the industry so it's become you know like the buzzword metaverse crypto bros have jumped on it like fucking like vultures every single shit crypto scam <clears throat> has the term metaverse assigned to it because they think it all well it it, it works Fancy, what? fancy tech term will attract the the forty year old dudes trying to invest. Yeah, basically in something. So I, I can remember this way. It's called something land. It's not like I keep thinking Tomorrowland, but that's like a festival. It's like something like that. But <laughs> people would pay like hundreds of thousands in crypto to get a ticket to this. It looks like Second Life if Second Life was on the Nintendo DS, <laughs> and fucking they attended this concert in the metaverse and it was, it was so cringe man and people paid thousands in crypto for that that's just because they got scammed basically but yeah i wanted this article here just to just to say you know this is obviously like a crypto focused website i think it's called VentureBeat. the vr industry needs a makeover they're basically saying that uh because vr doesn't have uh, a blockchain framework or nfts <laughs> um hang on hang on here's a good a good one all while mixing in key aspects of blockchain and crypto tech such as non-fungible tokens native cryptocurrencies and a decentralized asset market do you know uh do you know neos vr yeah they tried integrating cryptocurrency into their into their vr game how did that go the developers fucking left the game is dead Bruh. because it's cringe and it's it's predatory. it doesn't work it yeah. doesn't work so it's it's predatory you're, tr you're trying to force monetize like gaming already has its issues with like fucking pay to win shit and like uh i've forgotten the term for it but like you know monetary transactions basically and you trying to shoehorn in crypto because uh, because you want to scam people basically it's just you know everybody that's into vr needs to kind of just say fuck off to these these dumbasses because that's not what a metaverse is you know jumping on the bandwagon with the fucking uh, with the fucking buzzword i find it ridiculous i find it funny yes rusty i'll take a take a little sip i here. wanted to let you speak but uh, yeah cheers Oops, shit. so often i let you speak cheers but yeah it's, it's weird it's weird how they they tried to like shock the term metaverse when none of what they offer is a metaverse 
you know it's 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 cringe very cringe crypto bros are cringe nfts are cringe <laughs> no game that tries to bring a blockchain framework or nfts into vr is gonna is gonna succeed you're just gonna get laughed laughed at by everybody and and rightfully so suck yeah down. rightfully so just don't <laughs> if you're a game developer and you're watching this 50 view podcast <laughs> episode don't also i i want to i want to take this moment to uh to talk about our new project uh cockpit coin uh, oh yeah our, our blockchain cockpit coin yeah yeah Don't so forget. we've got a blockchain metaverse nft going it's it's called uh the cockpit coin if you the more cockpit the more pits you cock the more cock coins you generate and uh that's really what it's a tangible blockchain technology and you can earn a, a percentage increase in uh cockpitting if you send a picture of your cock to yeah. me specifically yes so uh link in the bio uh by cockcoin now we're going straight to the moon uh metaverse 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 and so on great success <laughs> yes <laughs> money <laughs> we're rich but uh, just, I think just imagining like creating a coin and having one dude buy it for like nine bucks and you like, oh, I can print money now. <laughs> yeah, that's basically all of what like modern crypto is. <laughs> Dumb as fuck. Dumb as fuck. <clears throat> but yeah, I think uh, that was our lighthearted note. And uh, we've we've got one more from uh, from Kelly. We have to say, Kelly, you're single handedly keeping our our podcast alive here. We do have Hold more on. more friends Hold than on. just Kelly. Did, did Kelly just suggest three topics out of the what uh, eight I, or no, nine we have? So I think it was uh, Kelly having input into the other ones. This one's actually her topic, though. Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, either way, Kelly, uh, thank you. We do have more friends than just Kelly. Uh, you can you can see evidence of this by joining the cockpit Discord server. Link Absolutely. In the bio. Uh, link actually on the screen for you now as well so take your screenshots also my twitch because i use that server as my personal twitch server as well so yeah. conjuncturally so uh twitch tv rusted underscore iron nothing to do with this twitch though it's all the podcast everybody's a podcast friend only so uh yeah definitely absolutely 100 percent. but yeah uh avatar scale feature so kelly wanted us to talk about this it is actually i really cannot cool. show it myself because the desk ah, is part of my avatar shit. so zesty will have to do everything there okay let me let me uh get up on the table here uh yeah so vr chat added a kelly is the one who actually showed me this i didn't know until recently uh an avatar scale feature so you can accidentally pause an animation why is there two ah it's a mirror so yeah, you can make yourself big or you can make yourself tiny. Uh, let me come up here. You're under the desk, desk yeah. my guy. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm, on my, I'm on my way, boy. So you can actively change the uh, literal height of your avatar. So you yeah, can so set it to a measurement of 20 centimeters IRL. Hi, I'm, I'm Little Zesty. Welcome to the Cockpit VR Podcast, episode 17. Go kiss your melon, uh, your, your lemon. <laughs> God, it's weird. Everything gets weird when you're this small. <laughs> mm. Hey, okay, it's average-sized. 
By the way, Zesty, now that you're on the desk, let me just turn around. Let me just dance. Come on, dance. <laughs> yeah. Look at him go. <laughs> Uh, it's a shame that you're so small, though. Yeah, it's it's fucking strange, man. Like, when when the scale gets all fucky like this, it is it is strange. I don't know where my camera's gone. <laughs> it's still right there for me. Okay, uh, I, I mean like the. Uh, oh, the the viewer, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, let me. It scales with your avatar as well, so I think it's just fucked off somewhere. Why the hell am I over? <laughs> Oh, where uh, have I'm, you gone? I'm all the way up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a li little bit janky, but other than that, it's... A, hey, 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 hey you're feature. quite huge. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what the... the for, the, did you oh, yeah. forget we made ourselves small so we could <laughs> fit on this platform? <laughs> yeah, true. One meter. Speaking of... um. We all shrank down a little bit to better fit on this platform. Otherwise, Zesty would have had to sit on the edge. <laughs> so we are actively right now about a meter tall. <laughs> oh, the, scale is, the scale is weird. Discord calls, man. Aww. Why are you not on fucking like red on Discord? I should be, because <clears throat> yeah. I'm not normally that popular to need to be. But same. I mean, I, I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, I think that, you know, because there's worlds where, like, they're only accessible for small avatars, well, it used to be. Uh, you know, if you're in a normal-sized avatar, you would just clip through things. So I think it's really cool to be able to just make yourself small. And yeah. Then, yeah, be like a little a little guy. But yeah, the last, the last topic, seen as we're talking about VR chat. So this is, this is again, quite outdated. Oh, no. But Not the, again. Uh, the VRChat Android Alpha is actually out now, which is, is cool as hell. Well, I haven't actually tried it yet, and Rusty, because you haven't tried it. You know, we I think we share the same viewpoints on it, but we should, uh, and, until I try Those are it, some least. unsettling noises. What the fuck? Maybe it's your chair creaking in real life. No, no, that was genuinely <laughs> the world. Jesus. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, my, my chair is also squeaky, yes. But yeah, it says, uh, provided your Android phone or tablet meets the min the minimum specs and you have VRChat Plus, you can download the alpha right now from this link. So I might not actually be able to try it. I bought VRChat Plus purposely to try it the other day. <clears throat> but my... It's a Huawei P30 Lite and it's only got 4 gigs of RAM. So I don't think I'm going to be able to download it. Didn't think of that. Bro, imagine having a phone that does not have at least 16 gigs of RAM. 16 gigs? What? <laughs> um, most phones... the, the, only, the only thing what I find good about the Android version is, which has been made, uh, has been told to me by a friend of mine. If you're an avatar developer, you could use this to see what quests you see, because it's basically the same application. Oh, Just yeah. to test your avies. That's the only good part about it. That's a good point. It does. Say, now let's um, get to the negatives. To no, all so, the so it does say in the article uh, we'd expect it to run at least as well as the Quest version, maybe even better in a few cases. So, yeah, pretty cool. But I'll have to figure it out. Ne by the next episode, I'll 
either have tried it or been denied access because of my specs on the phone. Get destroyed. <laughs> but yeah, what are, what are your thoughts then, Rusty? What are your burning thoughts on VRChat Mobile? I mean, my thoughts are still the same as, you know, the ep the other episode we mentioned this in. <laughs> Please, yeah. dear God, not another Questy update, but way worse. Don't want to see that dude get a lap dance on the train, you know, <laughs> on their on his phone. And if you want to talk to people, just you talk through Discord. Like, there's no reason to join a world with big titty mommy milker avatars. Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be yeah. a lot of angry parents, but at the end of the day, like like what they're doing now makes sense. Like, say if it was like a bonus for people subscribed on VR Chat Plus, and you can only subscribe to VR Chat Plus from VR right now. If, if you weren't aware, you can't do it manually from the website or anything. I have actually played uh, VR Chat on the Steam Deck. Oh yeah, how was it? The, uh, uh, horrible. I've got a Steam Deck. I, I just never thought to do it. Well, it was on mobile data, so internet was slow. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, very, very, very not good. And audio was... Uh, the audio, apparently... The Steam Deck was not built to have your microphone, like, used. <laughs> so the speakers are, like, right next to the microphone, so people kept hearing themselves through it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it was it was not pleasant <laughs> pleasant for anybody involved. Yeah, I imagine it's 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 meant for like Discord calls and stuff. Uh, so you have headphones in and you're using the mic. Yeah, well. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I'm gonna give it a go. So uh, yeah, by the next episode, guys, I'll have experienced VR chat, Android Mobile. Fingers crossed. If all it's goes gonna well. give you a ten minute insight into being on VR while. <laughs> I'm gonna meet Rust. I'm gonna record the podcast from from my Android phone. I'll join Rusty. Now nah, I'll be the one recording you on <laughs> on the Steam Deck for once. <laughs> but yeah, that is the end of the episode, Rusty. I think we're just about done with the topics. Do you have anything yeah. you wanna you wanna plug before we go? Uh, I mean, we already plugged everything basically. But how about we just plug it again? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's a good idea. I come up with bangers every so often. Okay, so thanks everybody for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're one of our audio listeners, we love you just the same. Uh, on the screen right now or in the description on Spotify and audio platforms, you'll see the Discord server. Join that. Join in the, the discussion. Suggest some topics. Uh, we don't bite. We've also got a link tree there with all of our links, so audio platforms as well as our YouTube and my YouTube channel, so youtube.com slash bigzestylemons. My Twitch, twitch.tv slash rusted underscore iron. Or just look me up uh, on Twitch itself, rusted iron. should be easy to find me. And recently, my YouTube channel as well. I uploaded one video. I'm planning to do more. Okay, I'll have to change the... Uh, change the... Overlay. Nah, don't, don't, don't bother. Well, linked in the description either way. All, yeah, all the yeah. same links will be down below. Uh, like I said, thanks again for joining us for episode 17 of The Cockpit. See you guys next time. Have a good one. Goodbye. Hey boy, can you come a little closer? Love you even more.